In this presentation, we will discuss the question of what is a Roth IRA? This information can be found in publication 590A. A Roth IRA is an individual retirement plan that, except as explained in this chapter, is subject to the rules that apply to a traditional IRA defined next. It can be either an account or an annuity. Individual retirement accounts and annuities are described in Chapter 1 under uh, How Can a Traditional IRA Be Opened? So we've discussed in prior presentations what it is to be a traditional IRA. If you don't have an, a concept of the traditional IRA, then you want to go back and think about the traditional IRA because the traditional IRA is going to be the point that we start at and then we discuss the differences from the Roth IRA. So you want to consider, okay, what's a traditional IRA? They're both going to be types of retirement accounts. They're both incentives for us to save for retirement. And the traditional IRA is the traditional incentive and therefore has the overarching characteristics of what an individual retirement account is. The Roth retirement account then has some different components to it, which will be specific and advantageous within specific circumstances. As we've seen in prior presentations, the traditional IRA will typically be reported on the 1040 as we put money into it. There'll be a difference between line six and line seven. And the adjusted gross income will be lowered typically if we qualify for that with the traditional IRA. And that will then be reported on the Schedule 1, Schedule 1 showing that difference, that contribution. Not the case for uh, the Roth IRA. We do get tax benefits for the Roth IRA, but the benefit is not in the reporting of the deduction on the Form 1040 at the point in time we contribute to the Roth IRA. To be a Roth IRA, the account or annuity must be designated as a Roth IRA when it is opened. A deemed IRA can be a Roth IRA, but neither a SEP IRA nor a simple IRA can be designated as a Roth IRA. So when we open up the IRA account, note that when we think about an IRA, we typically have the same kind of requirements that we typically would think of with an individual retirement account, with a traditional individual retirement account. We're thinking about incentives for retirement. And so you can just think of well, where would I put my money at retirement if I'm getting incentivized to save money for retirement. That's what the government wants me to do. That's why they're giving us tax breaks. How would I typically do that? Well, I'd go bury it and money in the backyard and then dig it up. No, we're going to put it in the bank. We're going to put it into some type of financial institution, probably stocks and bonds in some way. Those are going to be the traditional types of investments, not the only types of investment, but the traditional types of investments. As we do so, we're going to set up the IRA. We set up our IRA account, which typically will be something like some type of savings account, stocks and bonds, investments type of accounts, similar to what would be there if we didn't put the money into an IRA and we were just saving for retirement anyways without any kind of incentive from the government. Sim similar type of accounts, we can set up the types of uh, investment accounts, whether or not they're under the umbrella of an IRA. Putting them under the basically the, the component of an IRA then actually gives us restrictions on our money. So we can have the same type of, of savings account or uh, investment in stocks and bonds that would not be in an IRA would not then be restricted. In other words, we can take it out if we want to without penalties or anything like that. Why would we then restrict it by putting it into the same type of investment account but then calling it an IRA where they take they penalize us for taking our own money back out? because we get a tax incentive on it. So just realize that that's gonna be the main component of it. As we put it into the to these assets, then we'll basically put it under the umbrella and we need to label it a Roth IRA 
as we put it into in into the account because the Roth IRA then the financial institution will regulate the account as a Roth IRA and be able to account for the gains as we gain money on it hopefully unlike if it wasn't in any type of IRA account we would uh, not have to pay taxes on the gains and therefore it's going to accumulate upwards and then at the point of distribution they can properly record the distribution in accordance with the rules of the Roth IRA so therefore when we set the th when we set up our accounts we have to make sure that we're setting up in terms of, of a Roth IRA now typically where would you go for that the bank can, t can typically help with that financial institutions normal type of institutions with t normal type of investments normal type of financial investments banks savings accounts financial institutions stocks and bonds can often help with the setting up of uh, IRAs Roth IRA type accounts as we do so unlike a traditional IRA you can't deduct contributions to a Roth IRA so that's going to be the big difference of course the big difference can't deduct we're not here to deduct this contribution so again why would I do it we, we're going to do it because uh, there could be many situations and note the IRS was incentivizing people to put money away for retirement and you can see that the traditional IRA in some cases you might say well it's not really given a whole lot of incentive because if for example in this example that the, the uh, tax is, is fairly low at the income so it doesn't help a whole lot uh, to put the money in possibly at this point in time as it would uh, in other conditions so that so the IRS wants to say well what happens in those conditions where you know the tax it's not a, a big incentive they'd rather just pay the tax right now possibly well what if we then under those circumstances under certain circumstances set it up so that when you put the, the money into the Roth IRA instead of the traditional IRA you don't get the benefit here at, at front at the point in time that you put the money in but you get the gain or increase in value of the money over time and then when you take the money out you don't have to pay taxes on it so you get to you get a more future oriented planning still a tax benefit just not a tax benefit at the point in time that the money's put in place one that most people don't see as well because we like we see the thing that's now and that's in, on the tax return we see the change in the tax return and a Roth IRA is much more behind the scenes because what it ha what happens is there is we don't report the, the the benefit as we put it in but and we also don't see the bad thing when we take it out which would be uh, having to pay taxes on the income when we take it out we don't see that either because we don't include the income in our tax return in that case on uh, the income line which means we don't pay tax on on the distribution at the point of retirement hopefully if we can if we can keep it in uh, that long so that's the benefit of it back to the text but if you satisfy the requirements qualified distributions discussed in chapter 2 of publication 590b are tax-free so that's going to be the benefit the distributions at the point of retirement typically will be uh, not taxed and that's the difference between the Roth and the traditional but traditional typically being taxed at the point of distribution at the point of retirement contributions can be made to your Roth IRA after you reach age 70 and a half again unlike the traditional IRA the traditional IRA basically says hey you know we're going to give you a tax deduction here at the point in time you put the money in it's basically a deferral and we expect you to take the money out at some point of the IRA account of your investment of your savings accounts of your stocks and bonds you need to take it out at some point before you die hopefully because we want to tax you before you die 
And then when you take it out, then we take your money, right? That's going to be the deal for the traditional IRA. So that means that you have to worry about paying taxes when you take the money out. And then you could die and inherit it. I mean, you can inherit it. Don't, I don't want to scare anyone on that. But just note that the inheritance rules could could differ too based on uh, it, it, it being the fact that it's going to be taxable on the distribution side. So that means that they also are going to say that they don't typically want people to put more money in at the point of retirement and take a deduction when the minimum distributions are happening for a traditional IRA. But the Roth IRA doesn't have that same kind of limitation uh, because they're not required to, to make the distribution. The IRS isn't concerned about the, the distribution as much for a Roth IRA because you're not going to be paying any income taxes on it anyways uh, at the point of distribution. It's tax-free. It's not. It shouldn't have any distribution tax. So you can keep on actually putting money in and not have that cap as you do with the traditional at the 70 and a half, which is usually when the required distributions happen. We can still put in money into the Roth IRA. And you can leave amounts in your Roth IRA as long as you live. And again, a huge benefit because note, uh, in, at the point of retirement, if you put all your money into an individual retirement account or some type of retirement account, and you don't, let's say you don't need it, you don't even need the money right now, you're living on enough, you have enough money, the IRS will force us to take the money out in some type of format, in some, uh, not all at once, but force us to have required distributions at 70 and a half, and we'll have to basically pay taxes on that. What we don't want to have happen is the required distributions to be higher than what we need, because then we're, we're having to pay taxes on more money than we need to be distributed out to us. And so we, it'd be nice to have some money in some accounts that we don't need to take out uh, and, and so that we can basically monitor or have some control over the amount of money that we're spending and the amount of money that we're going to be paying taxes on. And so to do that, it would be nice to have some money in a traditional IRA that we, that because we get the benefit now and when they, they may force us to take it out in the future and we have to pay taxes and then have some of our money somewhere else, possibly including a Roth IRA, where we're not as restricted to take the money out. We're not required to take the money out. And if we do decide to take the money out, we're not taxed on it either. So we have a lot more leeway at the point of retirement with that money, which is nice. Traditional IRA, a traditional IRA is any IRA that isn't a Roth IRA or simple IRA. Traditional IRAs are discussed in chapter one. So when you think about the IRAs, typically you think traditional IRA, that's what you, th you have to go through the traditional IRA and think about all the characteristics of a traditional IRA. And then think about the Roth as the kind of the new thing, the change thing, the one with a little bit twisted of rules that would be more advantageous in certain circumstances and certain situations. When can a Roth IRA be opened? You can open a Roth IRA at any time. However, the time for making contributions for any year is limited. When, uh, see when you can make contributions later under can you contribute to the Roth IRA. So in, any, in, in other words, you can put money into the Roth basically at any time uh, you want to put the money in. You just need to know when you're going to basically assign that contribution or to what year you're assigning that contribution to. And there are going to be restrictions to the amount that we can contribute into uh, the Roth IRA as well. So we want to make sure that we're clear about what, you know, when we put the money in in terms of what year we're going to be applying that contribution to so that we're in compliance with uh, the, the contribution limits. And we'll talk more about that in future presentations.